0: Hello again and welcome back to a new episode of Ballers in Pajamas. I'm sure you missed us all for the last two weeks, uh, but don't worry, we are still alive. We've got some good topics this week. Uh, first one being, well, I hope this won't surprise anybody, uh, Liverpool's title defence. Not something we expected to see, but due to all the recent troubles and I would say some managerial issues, uh, they definitely won't be defending their title this time. Um, let's go to Nihar first. Uh, Nihar, uh, what did you think of Liverpool's title defence?
1: Or... I think mean, they yeah. started off in a yeah. bit, uh, good way, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but see, they were like okay. So, I mean, they were in top four till January, I guess. and They were pretty good. I mean, they were not exactly the outright favourites to win the Premier League, but at least they were in the mix of top four. But, you know, they suddenly lost like, you know, six home games consecutively, where they call Anfield as a fortress and... Players it to boast about that particular point in post-match interviews. For example, uh, how the Van Dijk and Henderson referred that uh, Atletico has to come to Anfield to win over the tie in Champions League last season. Though Atletico yes. eventually knocked them out, but still that is the pride of the players. <laughs> yes. And uh, I still remember uh, like a tradition that you know, no player should touch that uh, logo of the Liverpool, which is uh, you know on the way to the pitch from dressing room. Something is there unless they win something. And, you know, they're losing six consecutively at home. And, then if you want to consider that, if you consider the top six football leagues, I mean, top six divisions Mm -hmm. in English football, they are actually in the 92nd position, I guess. Out of 92nd of, you know, securing home points. That's like the worst stat, man. I mean, being a defending Premier League champions. So, I know, I think they're subject up pretty bad. They have so many reasons to blame. And I think Jihan and Shubham and the rest of them will cover them up now so Jahan, what exactly happened from the start of the season like what caused this
0: whole dip in form the six uh, losses at home
2: yeah see liverpool started off not too badly they were uh, going good i mean uh, she, they had a they, as nihaar said they were in top 4 till january and uh, the last when i saw uh, one of my Instagram memories, they were top, they were top of the table, having a point, lead of six points, and uh, suddenly uh, then Burnley made them a visit to Anfield, and since then, I mean, their form has been going down like a lot, and they, I, I haven't seen them playing so miserably since the past, like I don't know, uh, so many years. I mean. They were in a bad shape a few years back, but not this. I mean, I have never seen a uh, Premier League champion uh, team, who's a Premier League champion, defending their titles so badly and uh, losing six consecutive home game games and just scoring two goals in the last eight games at Anfield is just not acceptable up to Liverpool standards. Like they made Anfield and other teams look like boneless, like boneless chickens. Like they okay. didn't allow <laughs> them to score, they didn't allow them to score goals. Like yeah. they were ruthless, and if they literally disrespected every single team who came there, like including Man City, Man United, or Chelsea, each and every team, you could see that last season at this stage, they were like out of 28 games, they had 27 wins and just a single solitary draw. So, and today, what we see, they are not even half points of where they were last season. And currently, they are having their worst tally. So, I think, yeah, you can uh, put a pointer on the injuries. And they are not having their uh, key defenders like uh, what do you call it, Gomez and Van Dyke, And also, they have lost Henderson uh, in recent, recently. And see, according to me, oh, one more thing can be affected is like, block needs to start having squad rotations. like you can't play the same squad each and every year and expect them to win i mean because the the player the oppositions are going to see the weaknesses and going to target those weaknesses and in certain point of time this had to happen and block thought that he could take this squad with like title defenses for years but this is currently not working out we can clearly see it so, he, he needs to, every two 2 seasons if Klopp is staying, he needs to start rotating. He needs to start seeing backups for every single player because we are seeing the front three, they are dependent on the front three like crazily, like Salamane and Firmino. And one doesn't perform, they don't have a proper backup for each one of them. I mean, Minamino, I don't know why they say, uh, like, loan out Minamino, He's yeah. such a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful center forward. Yeah. He's such a wonderful, talented backup. So, Yeah, and of course, they are like relying on Sheridan Shakiri right now. He he has hardly played last season and uh, suddenly you come and put him in the starting eleven, expecting him to score after almost a year. I mean, that is not acceptable. I mean, you can't rely, as I said, on a single particular squad for so many years. I mean, this had to happen. Coming from a team like Burnley, you can literally expect from other teams like Burnley, then Brighton. And of course the bottom like 18th place full. And like
0: if the bottom teams are doing it, then yeah, it's exactly like are yeah, making
2: Anfield look very yeah. easy. Like now first teams used to be scared like going out to Anfield and say like, oh god, we are going to lose it for sure. Because this mm. is Anfield, there was crowd support. Of course crowd is also crowd so missing, I guess, because the Anfield crowd is maddening and lightning. Mm. Whenever like we could, we can see that we could have seen last year also how like how yeah, lightning they were. Yeah i would
0: definitely say but, liverpool uh, fans uh, missed out on the box you know, with the whole yeah they,
2: they, they, they did they did come stadium. back i i see last liverpool win proper win when i had seen was at home was a i guess four nil win uh, okay. oh god i can't recollect that team i think it was i think it was sheffield united if i am not mistaken but uh, they had a very they had a very very amazing win that and they had 2000 spectators but the 2000 spectators made. Made look like around two laps spectacles. The raising voices, the singing and chanting, and that made Liverpool like they gave, the, they gave them extra confidence. So I guess, yeah, even the crowd factor is a big point in this. That is the thing.
0: Okay. Uh, so, Adi, um, so we obviously spoken, you know, the injuries have come, right? Uh, so, what exactly was Jurgen Klopp's entire mentality? I mean, why is it that, you know, you take out the two defenders, right? Uh, so, first it was uh, Virgil van Dyke. He, he got a very bad injury. Then it was Joe Gomez. He got another injury. So, at this point of time, you know, it's like it, everybody felt like, you know, the whole system is going to collapse. Right? See, uh, so a what exactly thing Yeah.
3: See, when, when Virgil van Dyke and Joe Gomez are playing, mm-hmm. the fullbacks, which are Robertson and... Trent Alexander, they would play as wingers, literally as wingers. Okay. And Fabinho will drop down as a CDM and play as a back three. So when those three are very solid in defense, they have speed, they have aggression, they can bully any player who are coming towards them, attacking. Okay, so when Joe Gomez and Virgil van are playing, those two are very forward and they can whip, whip in crosses. So that Salah or Mane can score.
0: Yeah.
3: When that is not happening, and they tend to go back a few yards back, a 10 yards back. So what happens is you don't have that effectiveness in your attacking style. Plus hmm. again, you have players like Henderson and Fapinho playing in instead of playing in midfield, they're playing in defense. That's, uh, yeah yeah when that happens you don't have cohesive it's, it's a unit football is a team unit right? it's a cohesive yeah. unit so it's a it's kind of like a car if one part of a car is not working the car will not work properly it will stop right yeah that's you can't what just put liverpool is. On a guy. <laughs> yeah liverpool is, is an, it's an engine running you take away two parts and and take keep it somewhere else it won't work properly so that's the simple thing no, my yeah. they don't in the midfield they don't have that aggressiveness to get the ball in front and uh, Nane... they have a point yeah sure
1: point okay. yeah, so see that's the case for every team right i mean you can't say just because two people are not that the team can't function no not necessarily example, I, tell
3: me one. Yeah, see, tell I would me like one to team no nah, tell see, me tell one you. team which has lost four uh four defenders four proper defenders and I'll tell you, Barcelona. See, we, yeah,
1: Barcelona, Dihong played a centre back against away Paris also last week, just two days before. Barcelona didn't have proper central defenders for like three weeks consecutively.
4: We are keeping yeah. left back,
1: right back, and we have to tweak the formation. Still, Keeman never complained or that we don't have centre backs.
4: No, point, but uh, only Kliemann... one player is missing, right? Liverpool has four missing.
1: No, even. Yeah. All the, no, no, no. no, no uh, back in fire, February, yeah. all of them are injured out. Ronald was injured, PK was injured, MPT was just came back to fitness. Longley was suspended. So, for it, at least the two, three fixtures, we are like without any center back. So, Dehong was there, and even at some point, Dehong and uh, Busquets were CBs. I mean, so that's what the the you're saying. It was, was, it was
3: just for two, three fixtures, right? It was not more yeah, than see, three, see, four, see. three. One three more
1: years. thing I would like to say. See, January, there, there is a thing called winter window. So, they should have opted off for someone because he, Gomez was injured last week of January. There is still four right. or five more days left in the window for them to approach a center back. At least they would have gotten an you
2: know yeah, free agent see, at least Nihar, to fill Nihar, up this role they got Kabak, but yes, i sir. don't think they, they they got for a very pathetic center back i feel because Kabak is coming from shalke who were who were like uh, just have one <laughs> wins from the last 27 games so that really doesn't make sense they have see, that's more than their problem
1: right they've considered more than 50
2: goals and scored hardly 10 or 12 goals i mean you need to see you need to they've got a center back in you know, a hurry and they have not even gone for a loan option they have straight away spent money to buy him I mean they could have now, No, no, no uh, on loan, right? Kabak
0: is
1: on
2: loan No, no, Kabak is uh, Kabak is bought.
1: See, see, see. I would have to tell yeah, you still Dece- loan actually He hasn't been fully signed uh, Till December if Klopp is whining about injuries I get it because it's unexpected but even after January is whining about injuries no centre-backs are left it's his, his problem the way he should have convinced the board Instead of getting a amateur one, they should have gotten one decent turn instead of getting two, right? It's their entire mess up thing there. They should have gone for an see, experienced one, defender. I'll tell you so one see, thing. See, compared F- to United and Barcelona, a... they're not in debt. No, but uh, the, the
3: thing okay. is, uh,
1: FSG works uh, in a different way than any side, other right? club.
3: FSG work. the people who are running Liverpool, like the business side, they're FSC, they're an American company. The way they work is, they sell first and then buy. They are not like Manchester City or PSG who, who can just shell up 40 million and say go I'll give you 40 million give me the defender. They, they are for example when Coutinho was sold for 140 million, they bought Virgil Van Dyke Mane and Salah from that money. So they need to sell first and then they buy second. That's why they failed in the January transfer window. They didn't sell anybody. They could not sell anybody
1: yeah they don't have many to sell anywhere so that's their problem <laughs> they could have
3: sold if if COVID would not have hit. no they could have sold at least one of them Sale salah or mana they could have sold either one of them and got at least 60 million or 70 million but COVID hit and the people were yeah. like clubs were not willing to buy or uh, willing to pay a lot of money which which was a bad thing for liverpool
0: OK, uh, let's come back to one, one other thing that Neha just said. Uh, There's a whole question of squad depth, actually. Um, like, I do understand, you know, you don't have the players, uh, you know, um, for extended period of time. You know, I get it. But then, um, had Liverpool always had this issue? Like, uh, the squad depth, like, I'm not saying, I get the fact that, you know, uh, they don't have money like PSG or like matches the city. But how is the squad depth looking at the moment?
1: Actually, uh, you know, they, they never had the proper, you know, squad depth like Bayern had. I mean, see, Klopp used to be the same, you know, playing 11 almost all the time. The front three will be the same, goalkeeper will be the same, Van Dijk will start, the uh, thats uh, are similar and the midfield is a, is a bit rotational, I suppose. The point mm-hmm. is, they were, before, pre-COVID, they were having the fine tune of form. So, they never struggled because the players are hitting, everything was going good for them. So the, the lack of squad depth never hit them properly at any point. The year where they went they, they won Champions League, and the year last year where they won the Premier League. But yeah. now you know, obviously the injuries because of the workload, or whatsoever it might be, you know, and the lack of uh, viable options, you know, to fill in the stars' role is actually coming to bite them now. And they should look into it because see, Klopp would have you know, realized it long back. He can't. There is no plan B for the. Some key place gets injured, and that's what happened right now. And right now, he don't seem to have any other plan to you know tackle that problem, because that shows right six home losses in a row.
4: So I think
1: that's my point. I mean, it's sad that you I mean, you say you fix
0: the consequences, and this is what happens later. It's uh, not very nice to see, but okay, maybe they will get it fixed. So. Okay, one more
3: one point I would like to add. yes yes Adi. imagine yes. imagine you have leaders like three four leaders main leaders who who command your dressing room and who give you moral boost when they're yeah. on the pitch or in the dressing room imagine all of them being injured not being able to play who tell me who in the on the pitch will give you that moral boost salah will not give you the moral boost not money it was henderson Milner, and virgin vandag they were the ones when they're not winning, they would kick you and then bring you up, and then they would say, Yes, let's go. They are the morale boosters who would let's say give, give them a boost in the 90th minute, say they go score a goal. So yeah. when they're not playing on the pitch, it will obviously be uh obviously affect the player's mind. So just okay.
4: a- yeah, exactly and or uh, two of them
2: are already injured out. So yeah, yeah they are missing up, they're missing the two pillars.
4: So let's. I'll There's so just so much go. clock I, can
3: do. I, I, I'm, from I'm just line. seeing
4: right now the injuries which Liverpool has as of now, okay. And yes. now there are only four players missing out, which is Henderson, Van Dyke, hmm. Gomez, and Martip. Okay, Martip, yeah. and one one minute now, let me see the squad of uh Liverpool against Fulham game, okay. They lost one meal to Fulham at home, I think. Okay, yes. now yes. here. Yes. Yeah, now here you can see on the bench there is Trent who was subbed in at 76th. Fabinho got subbed in at 76th. Thiago is on bench. Sadio Mane is on bench who got subbed in at 62 minute. Okay, along with him there is uh, Oxel uh, Chamberlain as well and these are the players who are there. Now in the squad who started were Allison Robertson and big names I'm telling you. Milner was there. uh, Vijnaldam was there. Kieta was there, Salah was there, Yota was there, and Shakiri was there.
0: Okay, so this is okay. So is
4: like at least randoms.
0: These are like all known players to us.
4: These are all known players. There, there are no academy players. Only two uh, players who have I haven't heard of are playing. One is rise like... Williams, and there is Nathaniel Phillips. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I I have not uh, heard about them, and those are the only two ones who have started the game and played the entire ninety minutes. Now, if uh, Anyone comes up with the theory that players are injured. Okay. I get it. Van Dijk is injured. Henderson is injured. I get it. Gomez and Matip. What are the rest of the people doing is the question. (laughs) I mean, it is not about injury anymore. It is about the player's mentality and what they do in the field. Now, let me go with more stats now. Okay. Now, yeah, in this season, they have scored only 47 goals. Now, do you yes. want to check out the shots total they have put in 422? Okay. Out of 28 games oh. played, only 422 shots. Shooting accuracy, do you want to see? 35% only. Oh 35% my. one shots were on target. So, that is not expected. Uh, but Shubham, many, if you do have the
0: stats, uh, can we compare them with last year?
4: Okay, sure. Uh, last year's stat is, uh, shooting accuracy was 39%. No,
3: Shubham, you were saying that full has right? Yeah we'll just finish no, no, that no, and we'll
4: no. come back to the full. Not oh, for yeah. match. Oh, this oh, is the season stat for this season so this season their shooting accuracy is uh, 35% after 28 games last okay. season their accuracy was 39% after 38 games and shots on target were 231 and right now okay. it is only 149 okay it's
0: like 10 games to go I don't think they're going to get those many nowhere shots close. nowhere okay, close if yeah, they manage okay. to 180 for, um, I'll be very happy Okay. Uh, Adi, I understand you have some clarifications with uh, respect to the yeah. Fulham match.
3: For the Fulham match the three defenders that were playing the right back and the two center backs hmm. they have not started together in a single match.
4: Yeah, That's what I told. That's so tell told. me what is the co- team? About those co- they don't have players. a team cohesion. Yeah, that's what I told. I I yeah. can understand about those two players, but what, what about the others, three other players. people on the team?
3: Nico Williams is also not sure. a okay. Starter. Take Nico
4: Williams as well Andrew Robertson, Nico Williams, and Nathaniel Phillips. These three,
3: no, yeah, Phillips. Will uh, there's one more Reese Williams and Nico Williams. The, these yeah, three two players have never okay, yeah. these three the are never played, okay. These three are.
4: So they, they okay, might... that that clears it. If they have never played, the Man City's problem was not from the previous games. that uh, problem is been carried from a very long time now. So if they have played only one game, so let's take this game out. So they have still they are still in trouble, right?
1: <laughs> What's it? out of the I would like to say one point. Huh? Uh, uh, yes, Nihar, no, yes. So see, uh, see, for example, see, see, Manchester City. The start of the season, they Pep had the worst start of his career itself, right? So what he did, he went back to his plan B or C or D, whichever you know, he opted at the end, it worked out. So if Liverpool knew that their wing-backs are not that useful right now in contributing to the goals, they Klopp should have had some other plan to tackle that. He can't just say, see, we get it, we thought Van Dyke, the wing-backs are not that effective as before. So Klopp should have thought of other solution, maybe directing the attacks through the middle or something else. So he, that's up to the manager to think it through. But if he's still sticking to the same template, it's not going to work. I mean, being the PL champ, he mm-hmm. can't do that. We mm-hmm. should improve. See, for example, City too. Last year, they got screwed by Liverpool. So, right now, see where they are. Because Pep improved. Gross. Pep, you know, made his some tweaks to his tactics. I mean, see, I never saw Pep giving the defence such importance as he's giving right now to the present City squad. You see the defensively, they're so solid now. I mean, mm-hmm. recently, they're chipping in one or two goals. But still, if you see the defensive record of them, they were pretty good. Especially when John Stones and Ruben Diaz were starting
3: to but He learned that after a whole full season, right? Plus, he has the chance, like, he can, even if Stones and Diaz are not playing, he can have Laporte and some other world-class defenders. What is the chance here? I mean,
1: see, they were 15th, like, I think, in some September ending or something, after six or seven matches. From there, they are table-toppers now, by some margin. So, it's not like in between season, he improved also, right? You can see that. Hmm. And even cities attacking. He has a dollars. luxury
3: to cha- chop and change because he has so many world-class players with him in the sport.
1: Well, see, coming to that point, I mean see, namesake world-class players, that's fine. For example, consider Benjamin Mendy. I mean, he was hyped a lot from Monaco, from France, everything. And when he came to City, it's like on and off. Because see, these world-class players thrive on you know game time.
2: Even Favino in that case, even
1: Favino was hyped like crazy. Yeah. So, so, you know, he, if you consider that John Stone's Monaco. career would have been over now. Now he is about to get a contract extension. It is like the last minute. It's evident that before that, John Stone is about to leave City. And so, sad thing is, there were no potential suitors for him. There was no news about him in the market too. But right now, see, he is getting a contract extension. See, that will do. I mean, see, having good place doesn't mean success it might kill the player's confidence too for example yeah. uh, see fabinho yeah Jian quoted right he was, he was like yeah. undisputed. I mean he was literally so good at monaco now see him at liverpool i hardly see him influencing matches at all because some players need to play a lot of lot time you know players need to play a lot more time on the pitch to you know have mm-hmm. that momentum carrying forward They can't be like one match you sit one match you play and Pep's system, it is a bit flawed, not flawed exactly, but it's a curse to the players. Because you could never see Aguero playing in and out every match. You know, he is like a headache for the fantasy team. Whoever is, you know, playing there. <laughs> because there is really no guarantee that which city player will start. I get it, yeah. they are having luxury of options, but seriously. So that is the other problem, but still, see how Pep managed to sort it through. I mean, Klopp should have had some plan B or C. Okay. Uh, yeah, just, was... I just have one question.
2: Actually, I have one yeah. question to ask. Just one question to ask to everyone, actually. So, it's... Uh, do you think club tactics are going down? I mean, uh, uh, opposition is getting used to it now? Or is it time for him to leave? Uh, no, no,
1: no. It's not time for him to leave. See, he's a legend. He got them Premier League after so long. 30 years, right? Point is, he should tweak his no, tactics. No, no, no no No, no, no.
2: I'm not talking about Premier League or Champions League. I'm talking about... Is his tactics going, like... Is his tactics getting old? I mean, do you think he needs to do a rebuild or something? But stick with his current squad and think of some other I tactics? Like what oh, Pep is doing sees,
1: so? Yeah, see, there is nothing like changing the tactics on a whole front. Maybe some tweaks yeah. will work. Because, see, they said uh, Tiki Taka is dead. Before, the I mean, Barcelona was struggling and City was struggling at the start of the season. I mean, clubs moved on from Tiki Taka to more, you know, high-pressing football. But now, see, I mean, both the teams are doing pretty good, I guess, at least in leagues. So, yeah. the point is Klopp need not actually rebuild himself, but he can actually, you know, uh, be uh, supportive or to, you know, new changes or something. Things will work out okay. good again once the Van Dyke comes back. I mean, yeah, he's their key player. I actually agree with, you know, Aditya here. Yeah, injuries are a key part, but Klopp should also have a plan. B. That's my entire point. But he shouldn't leave. I mean, he did a lot and I think he can still do good considering some tweaks to the present sport. I think he will last another three four years. provided they are decent enough. Uh Anyone else? Uh, you guys want to pitch in on
0: this? Uh, Shivam? what do you feel? Uh, okay, uh, just let's go with a yes or no. Uh, should he stay or should he not stay?
4: Shivam? he obviously will stay. Like because the, obviously will stay, guys. There, nice. Every thing going wrong over here so if he leaves (laughs) it won't do any good
0: basically like putting the troubles on somebody else's head yeah correct yeah Adi uh, what do you think yes or no
3: I mean he in the uh, press conference he said that right I have three years left in my contract I'm obviously going to stay till the contract He's obviously said that unless the owners sack him he won't leave the club okay
0: all right um, so we're seeing a lot of the issues that we have seen, right? We discussed the their issue with mentality, the rotations, uh, you know, all a lot of the managerial issues, you know, whether he's making the right call. So, what are the solutions we can have for this? One, as you definitely said, we definitely need more rotations. Uh, what more can we uh should Liverpool do, at least from your point of view? Uh let's start with Adi. Adi, what do you think? Uh
3: maybe. At least for the rest of the season, like the ten games that have they, they have in Premier League and
2: yeah.
3: Champions League, they should just focus on Champions League.
2: Okay. Le-
3: you there is no way they're gonna get uh, Champions League from uh, the Premier League uh, positions, right? So yeah. they can okay. they can only get either by winning a Champions League, which is highly unlikely. But still, they should try by fo- putting all their energy on Champions League and maybe tweaking the formation a bit, maybe play with a cam. Which obviously they don't have a CAM, a technical CAM for them. Mm-hmm. They should try okay. some, some different uh, okay. tactics.
0: Formational changes. And nice. in, in,
3: in summer, they should definitely buy some players. Okay. Uh, are you
0: looking for any one position to strengthen,
3: or is it like a, a uh, three, four? People? I would say they should buy a striker, definitely. A striker and a creative midfielder.
0: Create a midfield. Okay. I like this. Yeah, second. and maybe
3: you you can they can maybe upgrade their squad depth. Remove players like Origi and uh, Shakiri and bring some youth or some players who are hungry for success. I don't know, so. just looking like Shaqiri, waiting for some
1: top team. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, Shaqiri, you know, uh, looking at him, he won't he, he's not like a player who wants to prove himself.
1: Yeah. Adi just as you said, we you know, 14-0 uh, was lined up for you know Liverpool return uh, for on a free transfer. Itself. I mean, still in the talking phase. Uh, Barca wants to get rid of him, and Barca oh Liverpool still 55 million <laughs> something. So Barca just wants to close the deal that uh, on a f- namesake free transfer with that 55 million being null. And yeah, I would like to sell one of Pane or Salah. I mean, they are becoming too stagnant and uh, too predictable. I guess, I mean, it's a good thing. You know, to Keep someone together for too long you're bound to get, you know, predictable at the end. Would you want something like a, okay, I'm
0: not saying Luke Shaw is like a greatest uh, testament to this, but um, so once uh, United did get another left back, Luke Shaw, just like, I don't know, he became like a, m- way more better than what he was in his, right now. Do you think Liverpool would need something like that, you know, like
3: somebody tweet- I mean, they had the solution uh, with Diego Jota, right? Yeah. You think he That's can, why they uh, bought Diago to maybe play in a couple of positions on striker or to you know to force the way out into a team against Mane or Salah. But again, he got injury so the, he had to play the same three positions. Maybe an extra right-winger, sell Salah and buy two right-wingers like that.
1: You know, I think they'll still go with the same strategy what they did for Kutino. I mean, they'll sell, say, Salah for 100 million to some big club. Okay, and use that funds you know to fill up the gaps in the other positions. We'll see how they will turn okay. out to be, but they should be active in the market for next season for sure, you know, to gain a respectable uh table finish next season at least.
0: Um, Jehan, uh, what about
2: you? Uh, do you see something you see? Uh, simple, it's a very simple solution actually, if you think, okay. but uh, I feel if it's they should have a backup for every position, like have a proper experience backup, like see how Bayern Munich have. They have a completely different substitution. Like whenever they go, like if they are playing a, a, a cup, a cup game, or if they are playing any a small, small league or something. So they have a sim same squad, but they have a different squad, but with the same mentality and the same strength. So I feel Liverpool should do the same if they want to like reach that stage. And they are very much capable of it. I mean, they had a wonderful, they had a wonderful squad of 11 or 16 players. I mean, they should have a backup. Have each and every position, if you're having a backup for Salah, have someone right like a kind of like a Bernardo Silva or a Riyad Mahrez, who, who can assure you uh, proper finishes and uh, like, if, if God forbid, if Salah gets injured now right now, they don't have any backup, proper backup. So I feel they need a, perfect, a good backup. Even like Firmino gets injured or Amane gets injured, they need a good backup. Like like we could see now, like Wanda getting injured then they were helpless, total helpless. They couldn't do anything.
0: Okay, that does sound like a good, uh, hopefully FSG might do that, you know, just take a gamble and uh, try for at least, you know, try initially for some positions and maybe for, you know, everything else. Uh, lastly, it is Shubham. Uh, Shubham, uh, what do you think? Uh, oh, have the changing. options? Has everybody said everything you wanted to or do you have something new?
4: Yeah, the solution lies in the training grounds, basically. These were the same set of players who played Champions League, who won Premier League. I mean, no one one left, I think, from this squad from last season, right? No one left.
0: No, I don't think so. These are the same players who won everything.
4: The same problem which Real Madrid has.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) the same players who wins
4: everything, they have to sort themselves out. Like, they have to sort it out i mean there can be no excuses for a dip in performance i I can get it yeah. injuries are there injuries happen this is football this is not it field where there are there are no injuries if injuries happen you have to deal with it and go ahead and put it in the training ground and then in the matches so if there's a dip in performance i think uh they should be some uh, they should be looking at it apart from putting fingers here and there so, it has to go to training ground and they have to train well before the matches and know the squad well. Know their own squad well, basically. And uh, as to the other's point, yeah, transfer market is something they, which they have to improve. Uh, this policy which Adi told, uh, I think this can work for a couple of seasons, but it won't last long. Uh, I think if that was the strategy, they just got lucky by signing uh, Mane and Sala, which clicked. So if that yeah, was the strategy, <laughs> yeah, they, they were just the lucky if it clicked. Yeah, nice. <laughs> all, right. all right,
0: this is like a okay. I did I did expect all of this coming in, but this is uh, okay. Great ideas, good talk, everything. So that concludes our first topic, uh, the first big thing that we wanted to talk about. Is, now there's a whole reason that we have to talk about Juventus right now. So because there's uh, if you look at this whole series for a uh, long time, you know, all you would see is Juventus winning season after season and well, over the past two years, well, you know, it's like that, you know, it's like there's cracks in the system and it's slowly, well, it's become like a big deal right now. And, you know, all of that came to head during the Champions League exit. So Let's talk about Juventus. Uh... Who do I go with first? So, let's go with Yushwa. What exactly happened there?
4: So, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Juventus. Are you also packing it for this? Because you're not sure. <laughs> no. Uh, Juventus was like, uh, this is one team which every Ronaldo fan, you know, they they just wanted to uh, watch their game. Okay. So, uh, I, okay. I'll openly admit I'm a Ronaldo fan. Uh-huh. So I watch, I follow that team really nicely. Like, I have interest Same. in that team because Ronaldo you know. is there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good with that. Call me whatever everyone wants to call me. But yeah, that's the fact. But, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I'll
2: tell you what. I'll tell you what. Such fans are called. They Are called Hala DG, Hala Madrid, GGM, or something like that. Forza Hala Forza GGM.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, got to credit that poor whichever asshole came up with that thing, man. I mean, so yeah. I mean, why are you relating?
4: Okay, so let's go with uh, right, let's go with the match you. there. So let's go uh, yeah. stick to that. So first thing was the Porto uh, formation. Basically, they did not allow them to score. the f- The moment they got the penalty initially, uh, in the initial yeah. ten minutes, they were like, "Okay, now we have six yeah. at the back. Now there there were six players at the back. <laughs> six players. <laughs> yeah, literally six players. Uh, complete lockdown. <laughs> no movement allowed. Yeah. No." Yeah. If that's the case, uh, nice one. <laughs> yeah, no no player can move, right? Even Ronaldo was trying to go here and there, he cannot do. People have worse games, okay? Yeah. He had one of his worst games. That's fine. That happens. He cannot pull the trigger every time when the team is back. So, you yeah. are not signing the Terminator into your team. He's just <laughs> Ronaldo, okay? So, yeah. people have to be chill with that. Uh, so, people like yeah. players at that level do have bad days as well. Because see what happens is whenever uh, Lionel Messi has a bad day, uh what people will say he didn't get the best service. He uh, he did he did not get the service like Iniesta and Xavi at the days. Now when Ronaldo has a bad day, people will go at him like his form is dipping, he's down, he should be out should be like that. So now let's go to the match. Okay. Uh, I took the jibe. Okay, you can go after me later. So Yes, go on, go now, going to the match, uh, 117th minute, uh, uh, Rabia scores, right? Yeah. So once oh. that happens, Uv goes ahead. Now, at that point of time, you are not supposed to give a spot kick to a team. Like, you cannot afford to give any foul at that region. I mean, I don't know what the hell was going on in the defenders' minds when they committed that foul or whatever but that should not have happened uh, first of all playing with 10 men scoring against a 10 men team is incredibly difficult like even more difficult than scoring against 10 men so that's the whole thing of the match okay keep the match apart yeah. the problem arises along back okay so the problem rises when uh, you know pirlo comes in Ari yes. did a really good job actually so he got them this uh, title but uh, he could not get the UCL, so he was out. Okay, fine, get it. I we all okay. get it because that is something priority that they had in their head. Now, perlo, yeah, Kam- like, all the squad I have. How are you still not getting the Champions League? Maybe. So it it, you know, it does manages, not happen yeah. with the squad, right? The other yeah. team also comes prepared. The team you are playing against, they yep. also come prepared. So, that also you have to take into account. If teams like uh, Olympic Leon and Porto and Ajax are performing, that is because they assess the team who are who they are playing against well. They assess really well and they come prepared. Mm. Even against uh, Real Madrid, teams come really well prepared. If you see Shakhtar Donetsk, they came prepared. So, that's what happened with Gladback as well. So, uh, when they played against us, they came prepared. Atlanta came prepared. Uh, Mendy somehow scored a goal. So, these small teams, they analyze really well. And the coaching on that level has improved a lot. That's why we're seeing big teams getting knocked out so early in the leagues. Yeah, that's a, that's a
0: really good point. Yeah. Like, uh, like, upsets are becoming more and more common these days. It's... Uh, it's like the smaller teams—they're like, "Huh, oh, okay, you can underestimate us, but you know, we'll we'll be waiting for the day you drop the ball." Right? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so Nehar, um, uh, there's a whole issue coming in with this. Uh, firstly, with regards to what Shwom said, let's go with that first. Um, did you think Allegri had to be sacked?
1: Okay. You think said easy first, easy I would to like to talk about that Jab Shivam just you know dropped there. Uh, <laughs> see, he is addressing the retarded Messi and Barsa fans. I mean, yeah, there are retarded fans everywhere, but yeah, you have to accept it sometimes. See, even Ronaldo can't himself literally drag you every time. Last two seasons he did that. He scored all the goals in knockouts, I guess, the last two terms. And this time, yeah, he yeah. had a bad day. So people should accept that he's also human at the end He he's an aging player. And they shouldn't give him a slack there and, yeah, and coming to Allegri, they should have, you know, I don't know really, I mean, the Juventus have a higher ambitions of winning the UCL because they got Ronaldo in, yeah. fine, they removed Sari. sorry, Allegri, but then they got Sari, and he won them the uh, league title and they sacked him too in one year. So, yeah. the best choice would be they should go with someone who is having some experience, but they trusted a guy with 10 days of managerial experience. You know, frankly speaking, let leave the squad of, you know, how the Pirlo knows it. I don't even think he had his own, you know, coaching staff with him. 10 days, I don't think they so. assembled one also. And they gave him the, you know, job of, how to say, defending the title, which they're winning for the last nine years and uh, winning the UCL. So, that's like, you know, pretty hard on Pirlo too. I mean, yeah, he took it up, but uh, you, should feel sar- you should feel sorry for him at the end because yeah. of the slack he's getting, uh, but uh, the good bro, thing uh, is like, yeah, uh, uh, everybody is uh, sticking it. with him. Yeah,
0: yeah, I get it. The blame shouldn't be placed on him, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, and are... uh, speaking of this, Yeah. Uh, N- w- will you compare him to the situation that
1: Setian was in? Was... No, 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 not exactly. No, 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 no. That's a different No, with respect to the weight there. on
0: top of his head, with respect to what they wanted.
1: Uh, yeah, but... I mean, yeah, the weight is obviously there. Yeah, similar, yeah, there are similarities, I can say that, but uh, okay. CTN was way worse actually, so <laughs> he literally gifted them, uh, right. no, Real Madrid a title, uh, the gift packing too, so All I would right. say Pirlo yeah. is trying to do a good job, but uh, you know, you really can't uh, blame him because uh, Inter and Milan teams are picking up right now, yes. and the Juventus are just behind them, and I don't think so they can close the gap uh, in upcoming uh, months because uh, though juventus don't have european football anymore same goes with inter too right only milan is playing europa league i guess that yeah, also they that's all,
0: all focus on the league time
1: yeah so i really don't i mean the only best shot for them is to win against atalanta in the cup final and that will be one leg tie so we never know because atalanta is also a pretty good team they're not underdogs at all yeah and yeah i would like to talk about those year seven gamble that took here I mean yeah, they got him, they, he is the record signing, everything is there. and you have to acknowledge that he did give you goals. I mean, he almost put almost 100 goals you know within three seasons. That's a spectacular achievement, considering okay. the age. I mean see that is the age where several players move to uS or China or somewhere else, you know fly the trade. but he' I went
0: to China ages ago, but okay. Yeah, so, so
1: you should, and all the Juventus, you know, big legends are, you know, slamming that Ronaldo's term is a failure and all. I mean, see, you don't play Ronaldo alone in the, you know, versus the other team, right? You have other 10 more players. The other players are not that great. It's not exactly Ronaldo's fault, right? And you should see the other transfers they got in. I mean, after uh, Pogba, I don't think they really had a decent free transfer. I mean, they were known as the kings of free transfers, right? But all the yep. transfers they got like they never settled into the squad. And yeah, other than fair. that, I really don't know why they took Arthur in from Barcelona. I mean, I don't know who lost here. We got panic. I mean, panic. Kiman doesn't give chances, and Arthur is like <laughs> injury prone. I mean, that was serious problem at Barcelona too. And he's probably not having a work ethic that. at all. So I think okay. I thought Barcelona were the losers, but it appears that Juventus are the actual losers here. I mean, it's like oh, uh, uh, how to say. Uh, uh, Sanchez and uh, who's the guy they got from Arsenal? Uh, that deal was where it is actually one of the worst ever, is. right? Mikitarian. Yeah, both yeah. the teams suffered, the players suffered, everyone suffered. I yeah. think right now everyone is suffering here, I guess. Except Keeman. I mean, he's cool with it. Except so, Keeman, he's cool with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, seriously, uh, I mean he's not even planning <laughs> to start uh, Panic at all, unless it's a cup competition or something. He's just a substitute almost every other game. So, yeah, so CR7, talking about CR7, he gave you the goal. So, and he already scored so many knockout goals for you. And you should have a team to compete. You know, to match the standards. And if you're not providing that, don't slam him there. Okay. And one okay, more... No, uh, no.
0: Okay, I no. see a lot of Ronaldo defence. I'm not saying it shouldn't be there, but uh, let's look for something else. Uh, Jahan, uh, what about the other players over here? Um, like, we always do hear about Dybala. Um, But Rabio, I think, is also a pretty good player. Uh, for... What exactly is is this like a failing in, you know, like across, you know, like one by one, you know, the midfield is failing, the defense is failing. Uh, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I
2: guess. Yeah, I guess. I think the defense also needs to be changed. I guess. How long are they going to keep Kialini and Bonucci? I mean, they are getting old now. I mean, they are world class defenders. They're one of the best defenders in the world. But how long can they sustain their defense? And how long can they hold on? I mean, you need to start giving youngsters the chance. I mean, uh, we have bought Matthias Delete for from uh, Ajax, and who was in splendid form in yes. Ajax. He was the captain of the team, and we should he they should start on and or like start regularly playing him and start regularly trusting him. With uh, and they should also the sign good, a yeah. good right. I think they should also sign a good right back. They are having issues at the right back because uh so they, are Codre- they are playing they currently they are currently they are playing quadrado at right back i mean i that really is out of my mind okay, right yeah, now that is... uh, yeah, okay, that yeah is... i mean this is like the same thing like lucas Vasquez playing right back in real madrid right now currently no, but so yeah the same thing yeah that doesn't work everywhere though but yeah quadrado yeah, is, is a brilliant right winger i mean a good replacement for dipala also a good backup for him But you can't have you. They had they had bought Danilo from uh, Manchester City, Manchester City, yeah. So at the right back, but uh, currently Danilo also is played at a center, central role like center back or a left back. But that is not his actual position, his actual position is playing at the right back. But I, if if they are wanting to change his position, I guess they should go for a right back as well. And of course, yes, uh. I don't know what's going on with Dybala. Is the is like his injury causing him his trouble, or his uh, lack of playing playing minutes is causing trouble? Uh, because he himself has said he wants to commit his future to this club and given everything to him. So I have no idea what the current manager is thinking. Does he have dibala in his plans in the future run, or will he, will the manager stick around for the till the end of the season? That also comes up with question mark. So we'll have to wait and see because I feel Dibala will be a very, very crucial player in the if if Juventus are to win titles in future.
1: He will be a very Jeevan, great asset. Uh, talking about right backs, they just got Chancelo from some Valencia, uh, I guess. I mean, they, swapped, they Kani swap, Kani. they swapped, they swapped.
2: So Jouan... <laughs> Yeah, that also didn't make sense because Cancello was in his form of his life in uh uh in Juventus and all obviously even Danilo was his, he was not form of his life, but Danilo was in a pretty good form at Manchester City. I mean, he was a good backup for uh, Kyle Walker. But uh, yeah, I really don't. I really didn't understand that swap deal. Why did that happen? I mean, in the span of I guess six months or a year, they just swapped the players. Yeah, they swapped the one. They swapped the players. I don't know for what. And uh, Cancelo was pretty good because uh, he had good uh, like he and ronaldo like used to bond up really well i mean the crosses which used to come from the right corner remember that one against uh, man united which he gave to ronaldo and it was it won the goal of the season i guess so yeah those kind of crosses and even Syria, he like the crosses from the corners and just pinpoint to ronaldo for headers and all so they used to they, like obviously playing for the same country as well so they know each other's game like when he'll go there and how like how you'll pass to the how you will pass to him so, the game and the mindset is almost same, I guess. They know what to play and when to play. So, I don't know why was that deal happening there. I mean, yeah, they need a right back for sure. Okay. They need a right back um, for sure. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, Nihar, uh, firstly, I do have to say, um, yeah, I also definitely felt weird about Ramsey moving to Juventus. Like, I'm not saying he's like a random, he's not like a Mustafi or something. But, you know, I expected some other team to go for a Ramsey
1: directly. But, all right. Um, see, you know, that's the, the point. I mean, you really yeah. you can't see anything of free on the road and pick it up. Right? I mean, you have to see I mean, whether the person fits the profile or you know, the position is available or not, the manager prefers him or not. I mean, just because a first foot player, you know, a certain team is available, contract is ending, don't tempt him, you know, giving him a contract or something. They should change that. It worked with Pogba, that's fine, but it don't, doesn't work with everyone else. <laughs> yeah, <Simple laughs> be, yeah,
0: all the time, yeah. Okay. Um going on to Adi now, uh Adi, what's the quality of the squad like? I mean, the last nine eight, nine years it was pretty good. Uh how's it looking right like now? Do we need a full I, I, rebuild or?
3: see, I think the squad is either filled with uh ex club rejects or old people. Like uh like it's kind of like the China situation where players go uh where their their uh their career is almost finished and they go to China. It's like this Player players careers are almost over. They are coming to Juventus. So it's, it's either filled with rejects or with uh, players who are way past their age. Mm. They should they should have some young players. There are very few players mm. that I can say that are very exciting. One is Kieze and one is uh, say, Western McKinney. McKenna. McKinney. Yeah, mm-hmm. McKenna, uh, Kulevich and uh, Delit. These are four players that I can say. That, yeah, they are exciting players except yeah, for I that agree with Adi, I agree most of the you.
2: players are very average yeah. squad. okay yeah see because we could see uh we can i can name them also yes, Aaron sir. Ramsey is there AD, ad and rabiot rabiot is there and we can say about Danny Loy also is there i mean i don't know what are they doing in the team i mean they are of no use <laughs> because uh you said failed rejects i mean Aaron ramsey was an arsenal uh player who was like criticized by the fans also then rabiot was a psg failure he was a psg flop and he was bought by Juventus. And uh, then Danilo, as I said, uh, from Manchester City. I don't know for what yeah. they have seen him better than Cancelo. So, yeah, they have they are buying all the players who are being like uh, either flops or being, being rejected or being uh, released. So, I really don't understand what mindset do they have right now. I mean, if you are buying Cristiano Ronaldo, you have to think from Cristiano's point of view, Cristiano's form. You need to get players up to his standards who can match up to Ronaldo's level. I mean, you see the quality of players. When he was in Real Madrid, they had they had Bale, they had Benzema in the form of his life. They had the best defender in the world currently. They had, they had Ramos, they had Varan, They had Modric in midfield and with Kroos. So, you give Ronaldo like... a team where you have a complete who can match Ronaldo's expectations. Yeah. That's
0: right. Sorry?
2: That's right.
0: One more thing I would like yeah.
3: to say. Yes, Even... Uh, see, they they don't like every club has to go through a three year phase okay so manager comes in the first year he sees at the squad he looks at the squad okay i want this this player I, I am i want to play this formation i'll play this way i want this kind of player who can fit my formation okay the next year would be the first year would all be team building the next year would be building up on that the third year would be the year where they will win champions league or either the league cup but they removed Sari mm-hmm. after one year, they removed Allegri. So what happens is you have players from both the managers who are stuck at the club. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they can, yeah. yeah. So they're stuck at the club. If they don't, they don't, now Pirlo doesn't know what formation to play. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like, know which tactic to yeah. play. He's playing this FIFA 442, which I don't think so works in, the Burnley, he's playing the Burnley formation which does not work in the current Champions League or this current football formation. He has to, uh-huh. that's the problem with Juventus. They have players who are not fit for whatever formation he wants to play. It's kind of like the Arsenal situation. Arteta has been, he's been dumped with Unai Amri player and other <laughs> Arsenal players which who, don't, who, who have, they don't know
1: what true, to do. True, true. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I would like to contradict Jian's uh, point a little. Uh, yeah, Jian uh, said that you have to get players to CR7 standard. That's not going to happen. I mean, there is no player bigger than a club, unless you no, know, that player no, is Messi No, 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 no. no you're
2: not understanding me. You're not understanding. No, me. no, no. I'll he tell you. Get so get I'll tell point. you. I got
1: your point. I got the gist of it. Like you're saying that the club should be competing with the or matching the mindset of Ronaldos to achieve his silverware, right? To get the silverware. Yeah, True. that's not going to happen. Considering Juventus never spends, you know. I mean uh, in a huge way. I mean the last time they got spending big bucks is I think Higuain, and I think he's pretty underwhelming. I guess when it, whatever time he's at the club, so eventually he's let go to MLS I guess, and uh, yeah, it's, it comes to the financial part of it. Juventus no Real or Barca or Manu in terms of generating money. So they really they went kind of 106 for him, and I really don't think they have enough funds. But still they got uh, AX captain I guess back then after one season of Ronaldo came there. And I think and after the COVID cases and I think they are already depleted of funds and uh, I think Juventus is the worst affected club in terms of percentage of loss, uh, considering the COVID scenario. Because their financial model depends on fans attending the stadiums and watching the matches. So, I think uh, right now, I don't think so there will be a way out of it unless they sell some players. Hmm. So, according to the reports emerging, Ronaldo wants to leave by himself. But okay. if he changes his mind and wants to give it one more try because he himself said that the main reason he came to Juventus is to win the Champions League. Yeah. And I mean, if you consider the whole objective guy. of no. that, it's a failure. <laughs> uh, but if you consider his presence at Juventus is a failure, it's not. It's a success till some extent. Okay. Okay. But uh, okay. so, I mean, see, the point is, if Ronaldo doesn't want to leave, what will Juventus do now? I mean, will they keep him? Uh, if they keep him, they really can't afford to buy new players. And if they sell him, there will be a chance that, you know, for Pillow to... Form everything afresh I mean yeah, it's, it's, it's flex, yeah. let's see where his future will be i mean I really I think he should move on from Juventus because the same thing happens for one more year. I don't see them going past uh in the knockouts again because the last three terms, the underdogs in the knockouts defeated Juventus, so that's the saddest part there, and uh, yeah, so I hope he leaves to some club like chair uh, saying real is on the thing, but uh, considering real's uh, strict financial uh, you know, policy of signing 30 players players, I don't think so. They'll make a move because they really want uh, either of Mbappé or Haaland or both. I don't know why they want <laughs> both. Mbappé. All
0: right.
2: Yeah, I wanted to like just add one point to what I had said earlier. I also didn't understand one transfer which happened was Arthur and Pjanic moving to switching clubs. I mean both were playing fantastically in their respective clubs in Barca and uh, Juventus, and I really don't see them playing the, the, to their expected standards right now. I mean, both aren't enjoying, both aren't getting the playing time they need, and uh, I really don't understand that swap deal. I, uh, no, no, Jan, uh, to, actually, yeah.
1: Arthur was having several off field problems at Barcelona. He, yeah, yeah, he, he had, ragged, but not the way, the way
2: he played. The way yeah, he played, on field and brevi- all the court. Yeah.
1: Hmm. See, I'll tell you. You see the Brazilian players. I mean, yeah, they do good. But you know, the off-field antics how it screws every Brazilian, you know, popular superstars. You saw Ronaldinho, you saw Adrian, everyone. So, I think Barca got enough of Neymar's treatment already. So, I think they are like, it's better off without them. So, what I am saying is like, uh, you know, uh, you know the Brazilian superstars, how they perform in a yeah, very yeah. worse way off the <laughs> pitch, that affects their performances. And Barcelona literally had enough of the Brazilians, I guess. With the obviously, Neymar's one being the recent. And, uh, yeah, so they sold him and they traded him for, uh, you know, Pjanic and it doesn't make sense anyway because Pjanic doesn't really suit the style of the way Barca plays and already they have uh, two holding midfielders, yeah. one the present one and the one to take over Dihong. so it doesn't really make yeah, sense. Why, why, one so is, one is
2: already playing at centre-back of, of all. yeah. Yeah, so I
1: yeah, I mean, see, see, that's the bitch of having so many injuries, that's a different story altogether, so... Yeah, so I think at the end, I think Juventus is at the major loss than Barça, which I thought is opposite initially, because anyway, Panic <laughs> is going to get so, offloaded this summer. So basically,
2: Juventus are getting back to what AC Milan were a couple of years back. Oh God, it's like switched positions
1: or something. All right. You're talking about Chinese investment?
2: You can see no, no. where they are, they have just literally switched positions, I mean. Suddenly, you were, Juventus were top, ruling the Serie A and Champions League everywhere. And suddenly, you see AC Milan dominating the league and competing for the title. I mean, like when was the last time you saw that?
1: <laughs> yeah, back when… Uh, okay, I don't want to disclose the details. Though. Anyway. <laughs> right. anyway. Uh, also,
0: uh, one thing I don't think I mentioned. Uh, so, back when the old… Uh, we had the whole prediction set up for porto and juventus uh we had one good prediction for juventus uh shubham correctly predicted that porto would win the first leg uh, so well done shubham i think, yeah, I, uh, I
2: predicted the first leg too. i had reversed my decision
0: okay okay uh, It's also yeah yeah i <laughs> will.
1: shubham is also predicting porto will win the ucl so let's see how far that will go okay oh, so,
0: man. Wow. wow yes yes uh, So that's all about the whole Juventus situation. A lot (laughs) happening with coaches, the players, and CR7. Uh, Let's see how they proceed in the coming games. Uh, Hopefully they do better. Uh, And that's all for today's episode. A really big one. I hope you enjoyed. See you next time.